My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. back everyone welcome to the six figure podcast rebels where we roll with the punches and laugh at our own jokes (laughs) today we have an exciting guest uh jumping on for an interview miriam gunn ceo of lead better coaching and therapy business miriam is a licensed therapist she is dual certified by the international coaching federation and has completed business made simple coaching and training she's also the host of the leave better podcast so great to have you on today miriam how's it going oh it's going so great thank you for having me it's a pleasure Absolutely. Well, it's also a pleasure for us to have you on. Um, You know, before we really jump into some questions with the interview, um, we're going to have some great conversation. We're going to go over wins, what's working and challenges. So great takeaways. But before we really get started, do you mind going ahead and sharing your background? You know, sure. I I think it's uh, you have a great story and I'd like to share it with everyone listening. Excellent. So I'm one of those people who I would say has listened and problem solved for people my entire life. So in high school, I was the person everybody was talking to about their boyfriend problems or their girlfriend problems. And then in college, same thing. As soon as I graduated, I got involved with um, a mentoring program that uh, mentored university students. And I did that for about 25 years. And in that context, I was helping a lot of students see licensed therapists. And I thought, well, why don't I just get this degree? So I got that degree about 15 years ago and have worked in private practice ever since. But I realized in not too short a time, I really liked working with entrepreneurs. And at that point, I got my dual certification in coaching. um, And I primarily coach entrepreneurs of small businesses in the like 500k to 50 million annual revenue bracket. Um, I love entrepreneurs because they are spontaneous, they are usually optimistic, and they understand what it means to take action. So that's a blurb. 100%. Well, I love what you're doing. And um, thank you for sharing that with us. Now, I know, uh, er, like, you t- you were talking a lot about uh, in other stuff that I've seen on your website, website, you know, about self-sabotage and, you know, how do we get over this? Do you mind just touching on that? Because I think you have some valuable insight on it. Oh, absolutely. So I think the real issue with self-sabotage has to do with two factors. One is that people are just unaware of the things that they're doing that are holding them back. And honestly, it doesn't matter whether you are a multi-gazillionaire or you are on the edge of poverty, you have a next level in you. And there are certain things that are keeping you from that next level. So um, initially it is awareness. If you are, you can't address what you're not aware of. 
So right. there's the awareness piece. And then the other piece to that is the action piece. And I find that self-sabotage kind of shows up in one of those two places. Either you're unaware of what you need to do and therefore you don't do it, or you're aware, but you feel like you're just kind of trapped by your own, well, self-sabotage is the, is right. the word. So absolutely absolutely in has there been many times that you have felt like you were self-sabotaging throughout your journey with your business and your podcast like before overcoming it um I have to say becoming a business owner well if if I were to back up within my own story and if mm -hmm. you were to say Miriam level 1.0 and then Miriam level 2.0. And I won't continue with that so that people don't have to guess my age, but you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> there's always this next level and always prior to reaching that level, there was, as I would say, that lack of insight and then that lack of action. And usually for me, the insight comes first and then I wrestle with, oh, how do I take the action? And I think that the actions that take you into the next level are often scary. Sometimes it's having a conversation. Sometimes it is um, like risking, trying something new. And so throughout my lifespan, um, prior to being a business owner, then becoming a business owner, and then you know there's that next level of having employees and all of that sort of thing. Each time there are these um, hurdles that you have to sort of size up and say, okay, that feels scary. Am I going to jump over that or not? And then you jump. Right. You take that leap of faith and you go with it. You know, uh, I, I feel like a lot of people, you know, often get held back because they're too afraid of that unknown. And, you know, th there's too much fear, but when, you know, there's no way to level up unless you just, you know, go all in and just, take on those challenges and don't worry about the fear. Don't focus on, on what could go wrong. Think about all the things that could go right, you know, and all the doors that could open and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So whereabouts are you at right now with the podcast? Uh, um, yeah, that's my next question. Okay. Well, my podcast is a baby podcast and I'm mm -hmm. so proud of it. Um, the podcast itself was one of those leaps for me where I okay. had been thinking about it a year before I actually did it. And I had gone in on it with a friend. We had made, I don't know, 12 or so episodes. And right. we both had a conversation and said, you know, uh, we just, we enjoy each other and everything like that. But we each were going kind of a little bit separate directions with our businesses. Okay. And so we decided, um, that we wanted to do our own podcast. So it kind of was like starting over from zero again, because it was a bit of a rebrand from what the two of us had created together. And I think it's always more scary doing something by yourself than it is with a friend or a partner or whatever. Um, so I spent some time thinking, and what do I really want to do with my podcast? How do I want to get it out? How do I measure success? All of those sort of things. Then um, I pre-recorded, I'm going to go with like maybe another 12 episodes before I started and I launched July 1. I'm so proud of myself because I finished a quarter. Yeah, I finished a quarter. They always say pod fade happens in episode seven. So I think hmm. I'm on episode 15 
and really enjoying it. It's super fun. Amazing, amazing. I, I'm happy you're enjoying it, you know, and that you finally took the plunge and just got it up there and now you're enjoying every minute of it. Um, you know, how do you go about your um do you bring interviews inter uh, guests on or do you do solos or a little bit of both? Yes. Right now I'm entirely interviewing guests. One of the things I found out about myself is that um, and I'm not saying this arrogantly, but I have 35 years of involving and investing myself in other people i know a lot right. about self-development and how it engages with business but it doesn't come out until i'm talking with someone else and so i okay. found out that the interview is really good and so i um have guests come on i my audience is both men and women so every other yeah. week it's one time it's a man one time it's a woman and then i'm guests on other people's podcasts and my plan is to probably once or twice a quarter, have it just be an interview of me so people can hear more about what it is that yeah. I'm doing. Um, but I love interviewing people and there's so much wisdom. My podcast name is the Leave Better Podcast, colon, Wisdom and Practicality for Business and Life. There's so much wisdom out there and we're not tapping yeah. into it. And there's a lot of practicality too. So I love interviewing people and having them share, this is where I won, this is where I lost in my business. These are things I do differently, not just business, but life. Because with entrepreneurs, they get so excited about their business and sometimes their personal life takes a hit, their marriages or their yeah. kids. Sometimes they are like super good with maybe marketing or sales, but they suck at like uh, corporate culture. There's so many right, right. places where this thing could go off the rails. So mostly, this is a long answer, sorry. Mostly no, I you're fine. of other people. I like that a lot. I like the way you have it and that, you know, every here and there, here and there, you're going to put in a solo. And I, I really like the way you have it set up. So now what is your biggest focus um, with the podcast right, right at this moment? Or within the next, you know, little bit of time here in the next year or so, do you have any certain focus or desires that you'd like to accomplish? Are you, are you talking about me personally or for my business? Like get a little for more the, narrow. <laughs> yeah. So for the, for the podcast and how it affects your business, like, do you have any certain focuses for this next year? Yes. So this year I am really focused on building an audience, bringing value to the people who are listening, um, okay. becoming a space where um, people would share and say, hey, this episode had some things that um, might challenge you. I've had several people reach out and say, oh my gosh, this episode made me cry or this episode mm -hmm. made me go get that book or this episode made me reconnect with my therapist, you know, things like that. So I feel good about that. Um, really, it's audience building right now. Okay, okay. And um, it's great that you're getting that kind of feedback, you know, so you are making a difference, and you're adding value to the community. So that's super important. Um, how is your how does the podcast um, affect your business? You know, does it bring in people that eventually, you know, um, join courses or the coaching programs or anything like that? You know, to be honest with you, it's too new. 
you know, I just yeah. am a quarter yeah. old. So yeah. of course that would be my hope that down the road, yeah. um, that that would happen. Um, right now I would say it is perhaps developing my authority as people yes. listen to how I interact with other people. And as they listen to how, you know, I engage and have answers or, or however you would say it, um, I would say that that is its primary, you know, how it's building into my business is lending authority. Absolutely. Yeah. And like you said, you just started it really just started it and you're not alone there either. Um, I was just curious to see if, um, what, uh, if that is part of your plan with it, uh, moving forward as well. Sure. But down the uh, road, I would say, you know, I, it's, for me, it's a grand experiment and mm -hmm. I made it so that I would win in three ways. If it builds my audience, I win. If it brings value to other people, I win. But my, like, small goal in every podcast for me personally is that I have an engaging conversation with someone who is doing something valuable in the world, um, usually through yeah. their business. It's mine is business owners and high performers. So mm -hmm. I'm looking for the space where people are using their gifts, their talents, their resources not only to build them into their next version of them, but then to take that um, bountiful resource of whatever it is, connections or money or time, energy, and do something better with it. Like, don't just right. go out and buy another, you know, expensive vehicle or a second Make a home. difference instead. Make a difference. I yes. like that. That is very powerful. And I think it's so important. And I, that's, one of the reasons why I've, you know your podcast stood out to me because you know you are that you have values and a, a vision with it as to what you would like to accomplish with it you know you want to add value you want to make a difference in people's lives and you know them do the same thing and that's important so so what would you say some of the biggest challenges have been especially with since you just started your podcast what are the biggest challenges that you faced um on that little journey to start um starting it and throughout it being up and running yeah i would say the primary issue are the algorithms the doggone mm -hmm. algorithms that don't allow for visibility so um we have a situation where you can do all the right things so when i do my podcast i also film it i always put the audio on and then i have an assistant who helps me and we break it down into waveforms and you know little audio snippets and some's put on youtube and um quotes on instagram and blah blah all that Thank stuff you. and then it gets viewed by very few people because one thing that I am really focused on, um, in addition to bringing value to people, I'm not a big fan of controversy and all the stuff that stirs people up and makes people go crazy all over, you know, social yeah. media and, you know, hey, let's get in a fight and punch people out and whatever. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, we've got way too much of that. As a therapist, I know how bad that is for your brain. And so I'm trying to bring positivity 
and I'm trying to bring um, calm and something that's thoughtful and reflecting, or well, that's not a good English, but you know what I mean, that causes people to reflect. And right. it's very difficult because that isn't what makes the algorithms get your stuff seen by people. And it's like, well, you have to be seen by someone in order for them to like it or view it or pass it on or whatever. And if you could start out by being seen by tens of thousands of people and if people didn't like it okay then narrow the focus and make me seen by less and less and less but when you're seen by three four five people and then um you know three or four like it that's awesome but whew, it's gone from the feed and i think right. that that's that's very problematic so i was super proud that we have 1500 downloads and that's amazing you know, that, it's it's not like the people who got ten thousand in the first month but I think they started with a huge audience and I didn't. So I feel positive about that. I want to maintain my integrity and ethics about how I want to do this. And hopefully there Absolutely. are people out there who don't want to get all riled up about stuff. There And there are. You're not alone because <laughs> there's many people who, you know, want the podcast that don't have that controversy. And, and um Mine is one of them. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, yeah. amazing. This all sounds great. Now, with people, you know, eventually say you would you start getting more more views and downloads and like more attraction after, you know, it's it's only been such a short amount of period of time. But later on down the road, you know, what would your dream dream client be that you'd like to attract from the podcast? Hmm. That's such a good or that you would like to work question. with kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have my a list of people that I would like to rub shoulders with, which is not the right. same thing as a client. Um, yeah. I, I already have my dream clients, you know, I'm looking for people who, um, are interested in making a difference, who are interested in their next level, who are willing to invest significantly in their own development of themselves and their businesses. You don't have to have a business, but you have to be willing to invest in your development. Right. Um, and so those are the kind of people that I am looking to work with. I feel like my podcast gets to be the top part of that funnel where even if you don't have money to invest in something like that, you can benefit from it and it can Listen. take you to your next level. And I always find that people's next levels increase their income and that increases their hunger toward their next level. And that increases their income, which increases their hunger. So it's a very recidivistic right. circle. Um, and so like, I am working with my ideal clients and I would love to work with them more, but my dream for my podcast is that I would get to meet some of the people who have influenced me. I would love to have a conversation with Simon Sinek and just Amazing. Say, I love yes. this. I love this. Yes. Yes. Thank you for thank you Thursdays. Thank you for doing right? something positive in this world. Thank you for introducing us to the concept of why. I would love to have a conversation with Tim Ferriss and say, I have watched you grow and change throughout your podcast. I've watched you, you know, go from the hard driving guy who had to figure out everything and be, you know, and you've, you, 
uh, don't take this wrong, Tim, not that he will ever hear this, but he has a soul, you know, now yeah. he has developed this soulful space and um, just the places he's going. I, just so many people, I would love to have a conversation with James Altucher and say, whoa, how have you managed to create this incredible life with some of the um, very interesting, super intelligent, but also extremely random ways you approach life. Right. You know, all those sort of things. Um, that is exciting. And it's definitely not on the question. I think you should definitely go about doing that. Well, we'll see. I think I have to become a little bit bigger fish, but I would like to conduct each interview as if I were talking to some big dog and with yeah. the same respect for someone who's right. never, you know, a quote unquote, a no name person, you know, mm -hmm. let's give them the same respect as the big dogs. Um, because Absolutely. at one point in time, the big dogs were little fish. A hundred percent. Like nobody, you know, nobody talks about what they had to go through to get to be where they are, you know? And, yeah. um, there was a point where they were just little fish, like you said, mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, my friend, this has been absolutely amazing. And Miriam, like I said, pleasure to have you on. And I'd love to get you back on, you know, down the road in a, like a, within a year's time or something to see how it's going with your podcast, because I think you're adding so much value um, to the listeners. And as that grows and um, it's going to be amazing. So really excited for you and excited to hear how it continues. But, you know, I know that we're getting close to the end of the episode. If anyone's looking to connect with you, what would be the best way, you know, whether that's for business or to, you know, maybe go on, on your podcast or whatever it might be, what would be some ways to go ahead and for reach sure. You? So, um, you can email me directly, Miriam, M I R I A M at leavebetter.com. You can reach out to me with a DM on Instagram. It's just at leavebetter. You can look you know, go to my website, uh, leafbetter.com and reach out to me that way. Um, I would love to hear from people. And yeah, I, if you have a business and would like to be interviewed on my podcast, let me know if you are interested in coaching um, and reaching your next level. Let me know. Amazing. Thank you so much, Miriam. And everybody go reach out to Miriam if you're ready to hit that next level, because she's doing some amazing things. Uh, Guests, if you enjoy, enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on the show, just like our lovely Miriam did today, please go to podcastrebels.com. We'd love to interview you as well. And we'll catch everybody on the next episode. See you later. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out 
out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.